And hello again, everybody. That's plenty loud. That's plenty loud. Welcome to the Hawkeye Hill here on 1700. The champ, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., Trent Condon along the way. Turn it down a little bit. Is that what you're saying? I was just saying for my headphones. Good Lord. Well, it's going to get loud in here. He's this a loud talker. <clears throat> he's a, a close and loud talker. I don't get right up next to you when I talk. Um, it's going to get loud in here. We're at G. Miggs here in uh, Valley Ooh. Junction, 5th Street, Valley Junction. Again, steak night as, as it is every Tuesday night. Come on out and join us. And uh, our crowd filling in here for the Hawkeye Huddle here on 17 Under the Champ. Of course, you can check us out around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. That's thehawkeyehuddle.com. You miss any portion of the game or the, the, game, the game of the, of the pro, uh, program today? If you miss the game, you miss the game program today. Good luck catching our you podcast, on this podcast. Will be up. That's right. Well, we'll try to catch you up as fast as much as we possibly can. That's so, right. Absolutely. In the house tonight, we have longtime listener, first time no, longtime caller, longtime tweeter. First, hangs up and listens. First time in person, Kevin Driscoll from Indiana. Yay! Yeah, over there, brought his parents in, and uh, he's he's. He's our friend we met. What year was it we met over in the first Northern Illinois? 07. 2007. In, uh, in the parking lot uh, as Iowa fans are streaming in, and we were already there. And he was We did uh, live video and, uh, we did <laughs> we did and video. Uh, interviews that day. We saw things that day that we shouldn't, you can't unsee. Because they didn't have I should say it was pies. live. We, yes. we, we recorded on video and uh, yes. audio. Yes. What a day. That was a lot of fun. And uh, so I'm happy that he's in the house. People Brought coming his family. In. That's great. G-Migs uh, as, is the place. And we're going to talk Hawks for the next hour here on 1700 as we do each week from 5 to 6 o'clock on Tuesdays. Uh, this last weekend, Iowa wins it 23 to nothing over Maryland. Yes, I did say 23 to nothing over Maryland. This Maryland team that had supposedly a great deal of team speed, they were going to run all over the place. They'd been able to score points on just about everybody, and they've been able to find ways to run over everybody. And Iowa held them to 39 offensive plays. They ran two plays in Iowa territory the entire day. And well, Iowa you know what, shuts you them know out. what those two plays were? An interception and a uh, uh, lost yardage on, lost the, on, yes. the, on the play. So they didn't really want to get into Iowa territory. It was like uh, when you would play the game when you were a kid where you're on the furniture in your living room and the floor was like hot lava, and you had to jump from one to the other. They apparently My felt... My grandson still does that. It's lava. It's lava, Grandpa. Don't step on it. Well, the, what am I... Yeah, well, you're right. The, the Don't other, go on that side. The Hawkeye side of the, side of the 50 was hot lava for Maryland well, on Saturday. So, here's, here's the question. You would have thought the wind would have cooled it off. <laughs> here's the question. Uh, what is it that the Iowa defensive coaches... Because this is the same thing we talked about, it being a Georgia Tech... And then Kirk compared them to Georgia Tech... We talked about that. Now, Norm Parker had five weeks to prepare for Georgia Tech, so we were a little bit happy thinking that was going to happen. This was very similar in the fact that Iowa had a guy in position to make a tackle every time there was a fake, there was a sweep, there was a jet, there was a this. I mean, guys coming around the corner, Christian Welsh, hello. Oh, guy going around the corner, Jamon uh, Colbert, right there. Boop, boop, Parker Hesse. Parker Hesse always in the, back, in in the, the backfield. In, in, uh, Chauncey Golston. Oh, I stepped aside of my guy, and look, I'm waiting for you. Iowa guys were standing there waiting for them to run into them with the football all day long. It was amazing. The question is, how does nobody else figure this out? Because it seems Iowa has this type of an offense figured out. Well, and, and I, this does go back to Norm Parker, and it, and it goes back to the conversation that you and I had with him at media day, and it was just the three of us sitting there talking. 
Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, golf cart. We yep. did we didn't even have microphones out. We were just literally having a conversation with Norm. Yeah. And we were like, Well, what do you think about all these spread offenses? And and Norm's exact words were Spread offense. It's an option offense. It's just an option it's just offense. An, I've been doing this 50 years. I think I've seen every option from the from the wishbone to the eye bone to the swing bone and all that other jazz. He understood how to defend an option offense. He clearly taught Phil Parker. Uh, Phil was obviously on the staff during Norm's tenure. Yeah, yeah. Passed down the notes, handed them off, whatever. And Iowa, you're exactly right. Whenever Iowa has been in a situation, Georgia Tech, all, almost all spread. Well, teams. he made four. Front, that was when Iowa State was mostly option, and he said, "When was the last time they'd found the end zone?" Right. They were two or three years in a row where they got a couple field goals and nothing right. else. They right. They had not scored a touchdown. And, That's and, right. And, and you're right. It's, Same it's with a, Minnesota. And right, if there's if there's a one dimensional team, and this is what they are one dimensionally, Iowa, you, you take the points, give away the farm, bet bet your house. Because the other team's not going to score much. You it's can tell Rich happen. Betzlet, take the points when we're a favorite. Yeah. Give the points when yeah, we're an underdog. That, I don't know what that means. He doesn't, he doesn't know any of that business. That's all right. I don't have your vernacular down. That's okay. okay. He's the cooler. <clears throat> so, right. at, at any rate, there's just no question that Iowa is. And there was a, there was a moment where Iowa was sitting in the base 4-3 defense, and Maryland looked out, and the guy pointed at three guys. And then he checked to something else, and he pointed, and, was, and the shot clock was going down, and, and so he calls timeout. And I turned to our three brilliant coaches who sit right behind me, and I said, apparently our base defense has them confused. <laughs> because it was like, well, gosh, what are they, they going to do? They're, you know, they're lined up in a 4-3. Right, right. And, and so what was he missing there? He's like, wait a minute. They're lined up in a really basic Scheme. What do I? What do I run? No, who are we supposed to block if they're well, not going to be moving? Nobody. Around? Right. So they're moving their guys all around. Maryland is, and Iowa's guys are just standing. They, they just never. Still. They never moved. Never moved. You know why? I've got this part of the field right here. Right. If a guy comes around here, I turn him this way, and that's it. That's you know. That's a fine um, hat. What's it? Oh, tough cowboy hat there. That's, that's a good nice. hat. You gotta have yeah, a lot. Of, you gotta have a lot of courage to wear. Well, hat like Iowa. That. Iowa wins at twenty-three and nothing. Uh, we're a big gun. I think it, what was that? Kirk's sixth shutout in his in uh, his twenty years. First, yeah. It's the uh, first shutout since uh, Iowa shut out Illinois. And the least amount of yardage that he's allowed as a, in the Big Ten that one of his teams is allowed in Big Ten play. 30, 39 plays for Maryland. I would points. think that the Iowa defense is going to be well rested for Penn State and Tracy McSorley. I would, I would hope so, and I th- would think so. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and they're they're getting healthier, and we're going to talk about that quite a bit today because they're getting guys back, and now you're starting to wonder how they're going to where they're going to put people in. But here's what we found, obviously, with this defensive line is it doesn't matter if you got the talent there, you should rotate guys, right? And it's well, really good. It's really good to see more of these guys coming back, and they rotated guys the other day in the second half. I think it was every other series that the second team D line, quote unquote, second team D line was coming in. First team D line was out, and I thought, well, okay. I mean, it's sixteen to nothing. Or should I be worried? Should I? And it was three and out. Maybe one. How many first downs did Maryland end up having? Eight, if that. I, they only had one hundred fifteen yards, of which uh, twenty six of those were on the last drive because they were at ninety going into the yes, last drive. Yeah, well, they were at forty three going into the fourth quarter, and then you know we started playing softer, and guys got you know rotating a few more guys in and. Yeah, at one point in time, 
you know, they had gone through three quarters of the game. Of course, Iowa did have the seven time, first downs. The time of possession in the first half, Iowa had twenty two point twenty-two fifty-eight in the first half. I and mean, they, it was unreal. And they yeah. had the ball for seven minutes, and they only ended up the ball with uh, 20, 41. It was like 18 minutes or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. Total domination by the Hawks, even though the scoreboard didn't really lend itself to thinking that they, you know, it wasn't 42 to nothing. Um, but nevertheless, extraordinarily dominant uh, football. 250 yards plus rushing. All three guys uh, ran the ball very, very well. Um, I did notice a scheme thing that I think I saw on Tom's website as it related to where the runs were. <clears throat> the majority of the runs were either outside the tackles or right over the center guards. That was the where they got the best yardage uh, for the game. I thought that was an interesting note, and I don't know where they're getting these analytics. I feel like Theo Epstein all of a sudden. S- suddenly you're who, yeah. uh, actually, money ball. I, I'm the, I'm the Jed Hoyer. Is that who? Jed Hoyer. Yeah, you're, when I point at you, you talk. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that who that was? Yeah. Is this yet, uh, in in Moneyball? In Moneyball. No, Money yeah, when I point at you, you talk. Oh, now? Yeah. No, no it was um, Jonah Hill, but I don't, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what, what his right. name was in, in real well, life. Well, so, okay, I, I noticed the same thing. I noticed that, you know, clearly at some point in time with the wind as it was sitting, Iowa had gotten to a point where they were not going to throw the ball as much, and Maryland started stacking the box, and Iowa just started running through them. They weren't getting you know big chunks of yardage, but it was consistent chunks of yardage. And what they did then is rather than running the zone sweep and setting up stuff up the middle, they ran stuff up the middle, guard, tackle, pretty, pretty much straight ahead, and then, it, then they'd mix in a zone stretch every now and again. And that actually made that play much more effective. Where so you know the mixture of those, the whole the whole running game works. And and the guy that does that very well is Sergeant Sergeant's uh, he best to, run. He seems to see that cutback. Well, you know Iowa hasn't really had. I mean, as good as Akron Wadley was, I didn't think he was great on the stretch play. Freddie Russell and Sean Green were without question the two best running backs that Iowa has had during our tenure on on the radio here. Uh, for for doing those things, and we haven't seemed to figure. Freddie Russell had an unbelievable knack. Now, of course, he was running behind an NFL offensive line, an entire NFL helped. line. Yeah. You know, Colby made a good point as we were sitting in the game the other day, and he goes, "Maryland has to be getting tired." And I don't care how many rotations in, if if the other team's got the ball for two thirds of the game, sooner or later you're going to get tired. The big Kahuna had that same observation at halftime. He's like, "Well, we got we've got." Kahuna 13. was tired at halftime. Well, yeah, that <laughs> he, he found a couch somehow and took a nap. No, but he did. He said, "We have 13 points, but they've got to be getting tired." And 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 really. I would have thought we might have scored a few more points in the second half based on that. that <laughs> but, but, but the we wind, the wind, trying, was, the wind yeah, was horrible. Yeah. I Nothing think, I think, I think the, the longest field. pass they threw was the one to Hawkinson uh, on the sideline or maybe the touchdown pass to Brandon Smith, which I did not realize was his first touchdown. I, I didn't I didn't either at the time. I thought he's yeah. against nope. Iowa State he did not score a touchdown. No, he, he got he made, down to like the two. Yeah. Yeah. Down to the two, and then they punched it in yeah. after that. Nothing after the first interception. Nothing. Uh, in that, talk about a knuckleball that floated. Well, it, it floated. Holy and cow. They stayed away from the middle of the field. Everything was to the sidelines. It was to the back. Maryland leads quick. the Big Ten in yeah. interceptions. Interesting statistic. Who knew? Yeah. Well, they certainly threw one. Ronnie Hooker uh, ran underneath one, which was at a big point. No, in the no, game. defensively. Yes. Oh, I know. I'm saying yes. the other way around. They certainly threw one as well. And Hooker, with that was the only time of the game 
six nothing, and Maryland just got over midfield, and you thought, well, I, I, it was never. Even if they'd scored, I wouldn't have been worried. Right. But, but it was literally like, well, maybe they're going to make a game out of this somehow. Epal got up in the air, and you saw it float, and you went. Well, he's going to run right under that. You well, know, he and, and he broke on yeah. the ball perfectly, made the interception, brought it back, and the Hawks went actually down, scored right before half, which actually was a big touchdown in in the scheme of things. And then, of course, a defensive touchdown. Uh, perhaps Matt or uh, Anthony Nelson's easiest touchdown he'll ever score. It was not <laughs> not real difficult to run back. However, he didn't run it back; he just a, fell on the right, ball, run back and fall. But however, uh, again. Everybody was in position right there. Everybody was in position right there. So the Hawks are up to number 18 in the AP poll, 19 in the uh, coaches poll, number and 9 in the Sagarin. Number 12 in the uh, betters, betters poll. Which the betters poll. If, uh, if you really want to think or have some idea who the best teams in the country are, ask the people who don't care. Don't ask sports information directors and coaches. Don't ask... Uh, writers that have regional bias. I'm sure Nebraska finally started receiving votes in the AP poll last week. They, they probably did. They beat Because somebody. they yeah. won. But, you know, at the end of the day, take the people, as Brent Musburger would say, my friends in the desert, and ask them who the best teams are. And here it is. And I think Trent talked on his show. Alabama, of course, number one by a, a large stretch. Clemson, two. Michigan, three. OU, four. Georgia, five. O- Ohio State, still six. LSU 7, and this is the thing about these guys. Their power ratings don't drop based upon one game. Ohio State looked horrible against Purdue. Purdue owned them. It was very reminiscent of November 4 a year ago in Iowa City. And I thought thought Ohio State gave up in that second half the other night. Really, literally just stopped playing football. And people who are uh, not – we'll talk Purdue next week. Purdue looked good, but I don't think they looked that good because after – their 28th point, the last four, or three or four scores, were against Ohio State on, up. Oh, I'm good. The I'm last gonna, three or four yeah. scores that they, they had against Ohio State were, oh, they're good. Well, here's the interesting thing. Penn State is 10 in this. Iowa is 12. And the go. difference is about 2.6 at in home field. That's six, six and a half. That's so where the number is. Here's where we're Shocker. Gonna go. Here's where we're going to go next. I'm, I'm going to need somebody to explain to me why Penn State is number 10. Uh, because right now, other than they, they laid it on some really bad football teams, but they have not. Appy State isn't all that bad, just for the record. But they didn't lay it on them. They went to overtime there. They laid it on Pitt, Kent State, you know. But when they've run up against. Kent State's lost, horrible. They lost to Michigan State. Pitt, they lost it, to Ohio State. They they had a tussle at Indiana. The, like they should have beat the, Ohio State. They should have. They didn't. Right. In much the same way Iowa should have beat Wisconsin. I, I, right. Um, very, very similar. Same day, wasn't it? Yes. All right. That's our no, one-minute morning. No, it's a different day. But that's our one-minute morning. All I'm saying is this. Uh, we got a game this week against Penn State, and I'm not sure what they've done right now to earn where they are in some of these polls. Dude. Other than it, being Penn State. It's it's all about the fact of this predisposition based upon who they are and where they start the season and whose coach might want to get in a bigger fight with some of their fans. James Franklin, I just got to screw loose. Got to talk about my, my boy D'Antonio, don't we? Oh, yeah. That's there coming go. up on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 Wake Champ. Up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's green, moron. Come on, move it, you clowns. 1700 The Champ. Right now, traffic. 
We have a few things going on right now. First of all, we have a two-vehicle crash on I-8035 going eastbound at University Avenue, and it looks like that's backed up traffic a little. If you're over that way, delays could be up to five minutes. And then we have an accident on 6th Avenue going northbound at Walnut Street. And finally, for right now, we have a stalled vehicle on 6th Avenue at University Avenue. And that's your look at traffic. Drive safe out there, Des Moines, and have a great evening. From a bear messing up a car interior to a deer damaging a pool liner, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital City Motor Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.ApprovedByJoe.com some minimum requirements. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kitta smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kitta makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at the Home Depot. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. 
Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Hi, folks. This is Keith Kirkhoff from Templeton Rye, inviting you to try our four- and six-year aged rye whiskey available at a great retailer near you. Temple and Rye, a high-caliber spirit, was first made by my grandfather Alphonse Kirkhoff and his partners during Prohibition. In fact, there's another Alphonse who enjoyed Temple and Rye, Alphonse Capone. Come visit us this summer at our new distillery in Temple and Iowa to see where the good stuff is made. Find out more at TempleandRye.com or visit us on Facebook and Instagram. It's football season, baby. My favorite time of the year. Hi, this is George Migliero of G-Mix Fish Street Pub. At G-Mix, we love football, and we have all the games on our 15 TVs. The Hawks, Cyclones, and all the big games on Saturday. Plus the NFL games on Sunday with the NFL Sunday ticket. And food, did I mention food? G-Mix Weekend Breakfast is the perfect way to start your football Saturday or Sunday. Kind of like a touchdown pass from Brady to Grunt. G-Mix is located in Historic Valley Junction in West Des Moines at 128 Fifth Street. Football, food, fun, and more. G-Mix Fifth Street Pub. And we're back here on the Hawkeye. Hello, Brad Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. Trent Condon. Jim Miggs in Fifth Street on Fifth Street in uh, Valley Junction, West Des Moines. I have an uh, interesting story from the game watch here at Jim Miggs this weekend. You do? A great place to watch a game. And this week's queen of the first half happened to be one Christy Creighton pulled out of the hat. And she won half-price drinks for the first half. Queen, the queen of the first half. She had, she got a special hat. Do they have a king? And there's, there's a king. And there's all kinds of prizes and give, giveaways all throughout the game down here at G Mix. Now, all that being said, this is not the Valair Ballroom. <laughs> it's, you need you, to you get, need here get here early. early. Yes. Get a yeah. seat. Get situated. Enjoy the breakfast and be prepared to sit. And I'm going to give yeah. a strong recommendation for the Green Monster Burrito. Pork carnita, chorizo in a burrito, smothered in the green uh, salsa with an egg on top. Spectacular. What was the plumbing bill? Ah, no, no worries. Our plumbing has been cleaned out by uh, two different plumbers, and so everything is fine. Everything was great. <laughs> Handled it like a champ, huh? Okay, good. Hey, um, good lord. <laughs> You're sitting here on borrowed time, two years from the day of your kidney being replaced, Dave Sr. Tell us to hurry it up and get And on. he's sitting there going, acting like he's going to lose, you know, eight minutes of his life here. If we don't, if we keep talking about, yeah. Oh, come on. Make sure you keep that mic off. You never know. He doesn't know the seven words. A couple of basketball notes, by the way. So, Luca Garza back at practice, full full tilt. Full, full on. Full on. Should be ready to go, certainly for the season opener, but fully by, you know, within a month he's back to, back to normal, they're saying. So, that's really, really good considering the schedule they've got. Early on. And considering the size of a tumor was a, basically a Voight basketball small, from a third-grade basketball right. league. <laughs> small dog. The size of a small dog. Yeah. Uh, Megan Gustafson on the women's side, the Big Ten preseason player of the year. This leads me to a segue. Megan Gustafson came out during one of the TV timeouts. And, yes. And, and so I have this question. The lovely Laura Vandenberg is out literally at every TV timeout 
interviewing someone. We had the gymnastics team. We introduced. Uh, Why the, did they not? Yeah. The veterans who brought out the flag, yeah. which is great. Yeah. We introduced the guys who do the flyover. Megan Gustafson, the gymnastics team. I, I don't know. I think three guys from row three in the north end zone got on there. I I don't. Do we do this at every single? Is this part of our new fan experience? This is part of the fan experience. Is It really comes down to us all seeing Laura Vandenberg. They're, they're putting her on the screen as much as possible, I'm, and they're finding every excuse to do so. That's I, what it is. I'm fine with that. Okay. Put in some Wi-Fi. I agree. We were sitting there because I want to enhance the put in some wifi. Right. Put in some Wi-Fi right. in every section. I, I, I got to say again, the, the only thing I found about the game day experience over to, to with our friends to the west in Lincoln is they have free Wi-Fi, and it works like I didn't know Iowa Western had free yes. Wi-Fi at, yes. their, uh, at their football games. Also, uh, preseason All-Big Ten for the uh, women uh, Hawks. Kathleen Doyle, second team. Um, Hawks picked second in the Big Ten by both the media and the uh, and the coaches, which is pretty good. 24-8 last year. They got six of their top seven scorers back. Some nice games on the schedule, including Notre Dame. They got to go to South Bend in there. So so ought to be some fun for Lisa Bluter and the, and the, uh, and the squad. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, they're going to yeah, lose that one. They might lose that one, but well, this is going to be a good team to watch. So that one will be on ESPN too. The rest of the country can see him get killed. They'll see how that goes. Uh, anyway, back to football. So, Penn State, two thirty Saturday. We're heading into Happy Valley. Was not a place to be last time Iowa went in there. Played one of the worst games in the last three or four years. Got shell shocked. I thought Kirk, that night. Kirk said it was one of the five worst games he's had. Uh, probably. Following the first two years, because I think he's thrown all of those games out. Yeah, well, and and honestly, um, Iowa has played well there under Kirk over the years. Uh, they played, they've won games. Obviously, uh, the, the the victory in two thousand and two in uh, overtime when they had the big lead and lost it. Uh, the six to four win. Uh, Hayden had a couple of victories over there. It's not like Iowa. Oh, and of course, 2009, 2009. when uh, the Claiborne return. And so Iowa, Kirk and Iowa has had success there, but the last couple of times Brent has not Musburger been great. Brent on the call that day. That's too, that's, oh, and Trent was there in Happy Valley. You were there? An extraordinary Happy Valley that night. I know this. Uh, it's not on. I don't think you're on. Yeah, see. Anyway. Ah, anyway. Sorry, sorry, we want to hear Trent, but. So after that game, we were allowed on the field for 10 seconds to take a picture. So we did not storm the field. We stepped onto the field. A usher took our picture, and then we were very quickly escorted away. That well, it was, was nice of them. an incredible environment. And I've been to every Big Ten stadium except for Rutgers and Maryland. The loudest so moment I've ever heard. clearly you haven't missed anything, yes. The loudest I've ever heard was when they scored on that opening play because, obviously, Iowa beat them the year before to knock them out of the national championship. Yeah. Revenge all week. By far, I've been to Brian Denny Stadium. I've been to most of the Big 12. The loudest moment ever in a football game I've ever been to that was it, huh? is when they scored on that opening play. And then Iowa silenced them the rest of the night, which was, was something. And uh, you, you, know, know. you know why Brent hasn't, or Trent hasn't been to Rutgers in Maryland? He can nap at home for free. That's right. <laughs> No reason, no reason to spend the money for that, for that, uh, for that nap. Well, so when you take a look at Penn State, they only had three guys be- coming back on defense, and so you know as they started their year, they had the uh, the was it double overtime or just one overtime against Appy State, right? One, yeah. And then 
Like 35-28, I think. And then three easy wins against three really bad football teams before they ran into Ohio State. Uh, They lost there in a game they probably should have won. They lost to Michigan State at home. And then this last week, in a game they should have won. This last weekend, they struggled at Indiana and still won 33-28. I thought they looked incredibly uninterested uh, at Penn State. I just, or at at Indiana. 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 They were uh, uninterested, unimpressive. Maybe they were looking past them. And trust me, if they don't have McSorley, they don't win that football game. They, you can tell that they're missing their big play guys in terms of Barkley, the big receiver, big tight end. Those guys aren't on that on this football team. McSorley still is, and he's a really, really good player. And he, without question, Iowa controlling him is the key to the football game. Got to get to him. Got to get through the. Got to well, put pressure on him. It, make he, him get the ball out quick. Even even if you don't get to him, you have to contain him. Yeah. Because what seems to me where he is most dangerous is almost in an Aaron Rodgers Brett. Brett Favre sort of deal where he gets out of the pocket and then he can run, he can pass, and he can do all kinds of bad things, and none of them are good for your football team. Well, when it comes down to it, I was going to have to take care of him. We're going to take a quick break. We have one more minute. We're uh, going to keep going. We're trying, we're trying this to stay is on so schedule. much fun. We're going to continue to do uh, it so until Trent tells us no longer. But, okay, so um, Iowa, two more sacks on Saturday. Should have been three. Or 23. I thought so, too. They're 22-23. They're getting towards that, that magical number that Tom Cakert has put up there. 30 gets them into their magical season realm, right? Quick point on, on the uh, sack, no sack against Epinesa. If it's not a sack, it's a penalty. He threw the ball, he threw the ball two, and it hit the tackle. So there, there should have been a penalty on that play. I'm not calling, you know, hey, uh, Mr. Rules guy here, but you either give him a sack, it's a fumble, or you have to call it an illegal touch. I, I completely pulled a Brett Ridge on that one. No Iowa penalties this last Saturday either. Did you think about That's that? That's because we don't cheat. Good point. All right, we'll be back with Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. God willing, when we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700, the champ. Every Chiefs football game right here. Terminate this football game. The Chiefs radio network lives on 1700. Oh, let's go, champ! The champ. 1700, the champ, with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Well, for tonight, mainly clear, cool, and quiet, a low near 34. Increasing clouds Wednesday, still decent and dry, a high of 56. A slight chance of some light rain showers Thursday afternoon or evening. Otherwise, cloudy and cool with a high of 54. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. From a massive cactus falling on a home to a deer dancing on a car's hood, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. By online and get free shipping heartlandflags.com staples knows what you want for your business you want to save time you want to save space you want to save money you want the hp laserjet pro m29w printer from staples it prints fast saving time it's the smallest in its class saving space and now during staples printing event the hp m29w is 20 dollars off saving you money 
Save time, save space, save money at Staples. Ends 10 Restrictions may apply. See associate or staples.com slash printing event for details. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just 10 bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265 67 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com purchase price effects actual discount all terms subject to approval some minimum requirements the Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practice exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 
And we're back here on the Hawkeye Hello, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., live from G-Migs in West Des Moines. Come by each week from uh, 5 to 6 o'clock on Tuesdays. Join us at Steak Night out here every Tuesday night. Get uh, a great steak and a full plate, very full plate of food for 18 bucks. Very full plate of yeah, food. Terrific stuff as well. I want to thank the great sponsors that uh, help us out in the program, of course. Uh, not only G-Migs, but uh, our friends at uh, Kozlowski Law. Kozlowski Law. Where's Kaz? He's not here again. We gotta get Kaz down here. Kozlowski Law, your family law uh, experts here in town. You need uh, anything along those lines? Give him a call. Uh, he specializes in a collaborative divorce, but all kinds of other family law issues as well. And of course, our friends at Templeton Rye. We'll do the Templeton Rye last call here in just a little bit. And uh, shout out to my friends. Uh, we saw our friend Andrew, Andrew uh, formerly was, of Templeton Rye, now with the Foundry. Now the Foundry, and uh, I was out at the Foundry with uh, Scotty Bush, who uh, has filled in on this show with us a number of times over the years. Uh, on Friday night, had a really good time looking around their their uh, facility out there. That's something people need to get out and see. All right, let's get to Tom Cakert of HawkeyeReport.com. Good afternoon, Tom. God willing, you can hear us a little bit. Yep, I can hear you okay. Oh, he can totally hear Wow, you that sounded perfect. Uh, so, are you in my next door neighbor? We're, we've got uh, we've got we've got scripted questions today, so there's no way we can miss this mess this up, right? Sure enough. Hey, Tom, here's let's go with this. With Hockaday coming back this week, uh, he's available, but you got Hooker who's going to play a lot of nickel. The Hawks talked about that today. What do you start to do with all these linebackers? You've got Welch, Neiman, Colbert, and Hockaday all looking for playing time in there, but you're going to play Hooker at the at the nickel. Well, uh, what I think they're going to do is this week. I think we're probably going to see a lot more of Hooker at as kind of that star or the you know kind of a linebacker position, and then we'll probably see uh, Welch out there with. Uh, uh, Neiman, it, that would be my guess uh, for the the three linebackers. I don't know that we'll see a lot of Hockaday. I think they're, uh, you know, you, one thing that I think they're probably not going to do is don't mess with the success unless you have to mess with the success. And that means if you're struggling, then maybe you go back to Hockaday. But I think they're going to stick with Welsh in there, uh, and then you've got Hockaday if. Welsh is struggling, and, and you can bring him in there. Uh, I think uh, Welsh brings him a little more at the middle linebacker position right now, and especially this weekend with McSorley running the ball a lot, I, I think that's going to be important to uh, to kind of keep him in check and spy him a little bit in the middle. Yeah, no kidding. Jack Hockaday is Wally Pip. Tom, I got a uh, question. I was looking on your website, and I noticed you had these uh, pro football player rankings. And I'm curious, where do those come from? How do they de- how do they determine that somebody had a game of 70 versus a game of 50? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pro football focus, and uh, what they do is they rank every player every week who plays on an offensive or defensive snap, and it's kind of a convoluted thing. I I don't know exactly how they do it, but they're uh, talent evaluators. They're and there's a 
kind of a check process with it. So there's an initial evaluation, and then somebody goes back and checks the work to make sure it's accurate. They'll do some more, uh, you know, adjusting in the rankings. Uh, you know, in the final rankings, usually about, you know, sometime on Monday uh, when they get that final check through. But, yeah, they evaluate every player. You know, it's not the be-all, end-all, and I don't think it's perfect, but I think it gives you a pretty good idea of who played well and who didn't. And usually it's pretty accurate. I mean, each week I'm kind of gone, okay, I think this guy had a really good game or that guy had a really good game, and then – I look at the the rating they got on uh, Sunday, and and it's pretty much close to exactly where uh, I, I thought they should be. Now sometimes it's not as good, uh, but and I also we, we have the snap counts, so you can kind of see, you know, how many snaps is Noah Fant getting, how many snaps is T.J. Hawkinson getting, how many snaps is Brandon Smith getting, so you can get an idea of uh, which guys are, are playing more than others. Going back to that uh, question of rotations, Tom, um, it's almost an embarrassment of riches again. When you take a look at the defensive backfield now, it uh, looks like Matt Hankins still a ways away from playing, but Michael Ojemudia back in there the other day, and he's certainly ready to play. Um, how are they going to – is is he now – permanently supplanted by Riley Moss. Is Riley Moss taking over for him, or do you expect Ojemudia to jump back over him and, and play more? Here's what I think is going on there. I think uh, what they're going to do is, you know, again, don't mess with success. And Riley Moss and Julius Brents have both played very well, and I think they're going to stay out there. But you look at it from this perspective. If either guy struggles – then you just go to the bullpen and, you know, hopefully they'll have Hankins back. Uh, he's had a hamstring issue to go with the wrist. Uh, so, you know, he didn't dress last week. Hopefully they'll get him back this week. We'll see. Um, and then you've got Ojemudia as well, who could come in in relief and, and uh, uh, bring some experience to the table. So I, I think what you're going to see is just these two guys out there. Uh, the thing that's just at me about Moss and Brents is they have, uh, you know, according to the pro football focus rankings, they've ranked very high in tackling. And I, I think that's uh, something that Phil Parker really values. Well, it's a good thing to value. Tackling is an underrated component to football. But when you have one-on-one opportunities to make tackles, and I, Iowa did it fantastic on all 39 plays that they were in last week against Maryland. Uh, by even you know, guys had chances for solo tackles and they made them, and that was that is a big deal. Tom, last one for me is you know last week the wind was a huge factor in Kinnick. It was swirling around. Um, I heard you yesterday saying it was coming in through the tunnels, and I couldn't agree more. When I ran down to go to the restroom, I was like, "Holy moly, that wind's howling through here." Here's my question: It got in Stanley's head, at least in my mind. I don't think Nate Stanley's a mutter. I, so if bad weather's in the forecast potentially for Penn State, is this a situation where we've got a guy who'd be great in a dome and lousy on outside? I don't think so. I think it was just as much game plan as anything else. They kind of went with uh, a more conservative approach on offense last week because the weather dictated it. And, um, 
I he had the one pass that sailed on him a little bit, and that was kind of with the wind uh, and through interception there. And then I think it kind of got in his head last week, and, and he just didn't know how to gauge that wind. Now, this weekend, it doesn't look like it's going to be windy, but it looks like it's going to rain. So I, I think there's a big difference there. I, I don't think they'll have a, a huge issue throwing the ball. Uh, you know, it'll be wet probably, but I, I just I, I think they'll they'll be fine in the passing game and probably take more shots down the field this week than they did last week. All right, before we let you go, I want to talk uh, real quick. Uh, another another uh, recruit in to visit last week for Fran McCaffrey, uh, uh, a 2020 point guard. Tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, um, Lauren Bowman, uh, Michigan kid, 2020 point guard, uh, got an offer. Um, you know, he's he's pretty talented kid uh, from uh, you know St. Mary's High School, uh, and, and they've been watching. How they really liked him this summer, and they had other kids in too, but they were mainly 2021 guys, so they're really working ahead a little bit. Couple of kids from Indianapolis or from Indiana, uh, Kyle Ross, who's pretty highly rated, uh, 2021 forward, Luke Good, Goody, who's uh, 2021 forward, uh, and they had other kid, uh, a couple other kids from uh, uh, Michigan in, uh, Julian Roper, uh, who's a point guard, and also um, Kendall Brown, a shooting guard from Minnesota. And uh, handed out a lot of offers to a lot of younger guys, so it's kind of interesting to see Fran's going pretty heavy early on in the 2021 class. You know, you know, Tom, maybe that's a function of the fact that he's sort of gotten burnt late in the game on some of these, and so it's better to get off early on, on maybe some of these other ones. Well, one last question. You're headed to Happy Valley. What do you think is going to happen this weekend? Um, you know, I haven't sat down and really looked at it. I initially... Initially this year, uh, in my preseason prediction, I had I, you know, look at some of the numbers, just kind of preliminary uh, look at things. I kind of feel like maybe there's a good chance that Iowa wins this game. Penn State is not as good as I thought they were, and um, I think there's a real opportunity for Iowa to get out of Happy Valley with a win. Well, All right. That- Hey, Tom, appreciate you checking in. Enjoy your time out there. It's a beautiful place to go, even if it's raining. And we'll catch you next week. Thank you. Okay, thanks, guys. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. Magically, he could hear us this week, even though we were prepped for him not to be able Dramatic, to hear us. Right? Dramatically it's, better. It's unreal. Uh, presentation on our part. Who knows Who knows why? We're just going to just keep it up this way. It's going to work out great. Right? No, no we're, studying. Because we're not moving from here. That They're serving us beer. We're, oh, we're not supposed to say that while we're on there. They're serving us beer. We can eat. We're in uh, amongst the people. We're going to not move, and we're going to just let Tom do it. If he can't hear us, he can't hear us, right? So before we go to our Temple to Ride Last Call, which will be coming up here in a few minutes, World Series is supposed to start. I just saw ESPN that there's – well, we got at least a 30-minute delay of Tom George is doing the umpiring for the World <laughs> Series, which I don't think that he might be. Uh, that's at least 30 minutes, or it was at the Urbandale Little League. I think we're going to be under a, <laughs> a pretty big delay here tonight. Interesting factoid. There have been three Iowa Hawkeyes – Who've won World Series rings? Can you name them? Mike Boddicker. Right, that's my first one. Uh, I'll give you the years. 1985 Kansas City Royals. 
Wilson. Willie Wilson. Jim Sunberg. No, it's Jim Sunberg. Who also played for the Rangers. 1969 New York Mets. Don't. No one will get this. Yeah, I don't have it. Jim McAndrew, who was the I, pride of Lost Nation. You're, I would have got. I have a prior I, to Lori Bush Hatch. I have a. Do you Jim know that Sunberg? Jay Hatch is my good friend? I, he scored. His wife scored 86 points in a girls' basketball game from Lost Nation. This is really interesting. There. She's he, also he, in the Iowa Hall of Fame for both player oh, okay. and coach, and he's in the Illinois Basketball Hall of Fame as a coach. I have a Jim Sunberg autographed baseball. So there you go. Mark Walter <clears throat> is founder and chief executor of Guggenheim. What? He's from Lost Nation? Lost Nation. Is that right? Yeah. Go Dodgers. Either way. Go Dodgers. Um, That's impressive. A couple of other things we break this down. Yeah. Iowa uh, is going up against a team that actually has a defensive line that, um, while it's it's suspect in a number of ways. They have 25 sacks on the year. I was only well. How up. many of those sacks were given up against those crappy well, teams? Well, I was going to say Iowa actually has only given up two sacks in the Big Ten season so far, and I believe they're at five or six for the whole year. Six so, for the season, if I'm not mistaken, that's like number be, seven or eight in the country. This is going to be really interesting to see whether you. they whether they can stop that as a, whether that and whether that gets because so far. Let me complete a thought here. No way. Please. Well, it's going to take a while. Whether that Nate Stanley has moments where the rush doesn't bother him and he just plays on instinct like he did in Indiana. He gets out of things. He throws. And it's awesome. The other day, he had on the, their first trip into the red zone, he backed up, looked at the fact that Noah Fant wasn't open, when, and with all kinds of time to throw, nobody around him, no, no rush, threw it into the seats and I'm like well what are you doing hey you, dude this is huge improvement he, he because against Minnesota he didn't throw in the seats and he threw it to a defensive uh, okay. back okay well my point is which guy are you gonna get right we're gonna get, are you gonna get Stanley are you gonna get the guy who are you gonna get the guy who's not afraid of the Indiana rush and and are you gonna get the guy who's afraid of the of the the rush he sees on tape from Penn State and starts hurrying things a little bit yipping things a little bit that's my worry for him because I I I fully down with the capability that he has, but I think one of the things he has to have is he has to have that capability to run out of the pocket, to escape the guys, to throw on the run, and if he's going to throw it away every time somebody comes at him, which is kind of what we saw the first three or four games of the year, it's not what we saw against Minnesota and Indiana. That's all I'm saying. Time now for our Templeton Rye last call brought to you by Templeton Rye. The good stuff. Still selling it all over the state of Iowa and all over the United States. It's uh, it's fabulous stuff. Are you up first? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. But before we go, I, we do have to thank Kevin, our great friend Kevin Driscoll, once again for showing up. That's right. And, and providing and bring, the – He brought what beer. What kind of beer is it? Yingling. He y- brought yingling, yingling for us. Yingling lager for you. All right. So he pulled a Smokey and the Bandit and brought yingling, bootlegged it, <laughs> it over to is Iowa. Is that legal? No. Hoodie free problem. Um, I, all week long, I've been thinking that this was, uh, and and or all season long, I've been thinking this is this is an Iowa loss. I think the way that Iowa is constructed currently right now, if they can just do what you say, they limit McSorley. The rest of the Penn State team is pedestrian, in my opinion. They limit McSorley. They win this game, but this is a close one. This is a very close one. Twenty-four to twenty. Uh, in the rain, 
You got Iowa. Rain, I got Iowa. How many times do you ever hear me pick against the Hawks? Rarely. Rarely. Not happening today. 24-23 Iowa. 24, well, both like that. Hey, sounds good. Let's hope they score 24 and we we'll come back next six week. and a half. We'll take Maybe it. sprinkle on the money line. Just a little <laughs> there. <laughs> a little Just a little, little, a little cheese on that. All right, we'll see how that goes. Wake Join us next week right here. G-Mix on, on 1700. The Champ, Taz, and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's green, moron. Come on, move it, you clown. 1700 the champ right now traffic looks like we are down to one incident right now police are still working that accident on 6th avenue going northbound at walnut street but currently that's our only issue out there all other routes and areas are looking good drive safe out there des moines and have a great evening Hi folks, Keith Kirkhoff from Templin Rye, inviting you to try our four and six year aged rye whiskey available at a great retailer near you. Templin Rye, a high caliber spirit, was first made by my grandfather Alphonse Kirkhoff and his partners during Prohibition. In fact, there's another Alphonse who enjoyed Templin Rye, Alphonse Capone. Come visit us at our new distillery in Temple, Iowa to see where the good stuff is made. We are now open for tours. Check out templinrye.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram for tour times and details. It's football season, baby. My favorite time of the year. Hi, this is George Migliero of G-Mix Fish Street Pub. At G-Mix, we love football, and we have all the games on our 15 TVs. The Hawks, Cyclones, and all the big games on Saturday. Plus the NFL games on Sunday with the NFL Sunday ticket. And food, did I mention food? G-Mix Weekend Breakfast is the perfect way to start your football Saturday or Sunday. Kind of like a touchdown pass from Brady to Ground. G-Mix is located in Historic Valley Junction in West Des Moines at 128 Fifth Street. Football, food, fun, and more. G-Mix Fish Street Pub. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358. 
515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from Unmet Expectations, We Overpromise and Underdeliver, or We'll Carelessly Drag Our Ladder Over Your Daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. On Friday, November the 2nd, the Autism Society of Iowa is holding its 30th annual Silent and Live auction to raise money for those affected by autism spectrum disorders in the state of Iowa. The event is held at the Sheraton Hotel on 1850th Street in West Des Moines. This annual event includes many wonderful items up for bid, including tickets to local events, autographed sport items, handmade quilts, and gift baskets. For more information, Google Autism Society of Iowa. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place in downtown. 